0: Hey friend, do you know that this thing that we keep doing where I know that you probably do it too, but this is one thing that I have been feeling really convicted about and just really disappointed with myself about. So I was at my friend's house last night and she was really stressed before her trip And I was trying to figure out what it was that was stressing her. Like, is it because you don't feel like you have the right stuff to wear? Is it because you didn't get as much done today as you wanted to? Is it because uh, you don't want to, you know, that you just have so much going on? What is really causing the stress? Like, where is the stress? Do you Like, how can I help? And she totally vented to me about all the stress of everything that she had going on. And... Instead of, I didn't realize it until I left and I just said, but you know, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is the right thing. You're, you know, you are supposed to go. Your family supports you going on this trip that this is what you're supposed to be doing right now. Don't feel bad about that. Everything is taken care of here and it'll be fine. Why did I not, after I left, I just felt so frustrated disappointed with myself. What she really needed was for me to pray for her right there in that moment. And I didn't even think about it until I got home. Why have I gotten so far from that? Why are we so afraid or just so used to doing the consoling and trying to um, connect rather than really doing what really and truly needs to be done in these moments. What are these times? like? I had another person come and tell me that she went up to some people from the church, a deacon from the church and someone else that was really um, involved in the church and asked them to pray for her. And both of them just spoke with her. Nobody prayed for her, even asking for prayer and nobody prayed for her. After she told me that this morning, then I knew and my emotions from last night and the, the way that I've been feeling frustrated with this and just like curious about it. Like why? What is it that causes us to not do that? It doesn't have to be a, a hands on really religious uh, motions. We can still look like we're talking to each other just praying and bringing God into the conversation. Lord, I know that my friend needs your comfort in this situation. She is uncomfortable about leaving her family. She's uncomfortable about uh, and stressed about this weekend. Lord, just guide her and give her peace for what she needs to do. Help her to feel confident in what she has to wear and that everything will be taken care of here at home. Keep her family safe and protected. Give her safe travels why did I not pray this over my friend last night? Why did it not even occur to me until much later? How disappointed I've been with myself all day today. And especially talking to my other friend about the same situation that she had gone through asking for prayer and they didn't pray. And then I know there's always the times when people Who have um, fear of judgment in their lives. They fear that other people would be looking on negatively if you do, uh, you know, pray for them out loud in public. But I think most of that fear is coming from people making a, a big deal out of it, making it a, you know, a podium kind of moment where you have to Get your sleeve, push your sleeves up, and lay your hands on them, and do your, you know, religious hands on them, uh, or get down on your knees and pray for them. And it doesn't have to be like that. That is not biblical to do that. That that is not biblical at all. And it really just, it just needs to be a conversation. God created Adam and Eve in the Bible to walk with Him and talk with him and create a relationship. He created people, and human beings to have relationship with him. That connection, that constant communication with him where we are talking to him throughout the day, bringing him our problems, talking to him like little children do their parents where they just I need help with this. This is frustrating me. I want this. You know, all of the things that our little children have no fears about asking their parents for in a healthy home. (laughs) That is what God wants us to do for him. So why are we afraid to pray? Why does it take us so long to just say, Lord, I ask for your guidance and comfort in this situation. I don't know what to say, but my friend needs you. Please be with her put the words in my mouth that you want me to say to her and just be with her. Give her your comfort and peace and let her know that you're here with her. If there is anything that she needs to do differently, please show her what it is so that she can uh, follow your will, Lord. Like whatever it is that you want for my friend here, please do that and be with her. Be with her family and give them comfort and guidance. Let them know what you're What you want for them, Lord. If there's a reason for her not to go, then speak up. Like, please let it be obvious. Make it clear what you want for us. And it's that simple. Amen. It doesn't have to be a big deal, it just has to be bringing God into the conversation. It doesn't, you don't have to do anything special, you don't have to say special prayers. You just ask him just like a child would ask their father, their parent, their mother. How many times has my daughter asked me for an iPad and a kitty cat for her birthday? Neither one of which are things that I think she should get. But she is relentless about asking for those items. Like she's asking me every day, multiple times a day, just letting me know those are the things that she wants. Do I want a kitty cat? No, I do not want a kitty cat. We already have two dogs and four kids and three turtles and a hamster and a gecko. I don't want anything else to take care of. I don't want anything else to keep alive. Like, this is enough for me to be responsible for (laughs) keeping alive. But she's persistent in her prayers. She's uh, in her requests. Right? And we can be the same way with God, even if He knows it's probably not the best thing for us. Even if he knows that there's something better coming for us. My daughter wants an iPad. She's been using mine that I never use. I use my computer, I use my phone, that's it. I don't need the iPad. I've had it for a couple of years and I've really used it maybe five times. I did not purchase it for myself. It was a gift from someone and I don't need it. So maybe I can just get a new case and let my daughter think it's hers. I <laughs> Put some kid games on it, change the background maybe that's what I will end up doing for her birthday. So she at least gets one of the things that she wants for her birthday. I don't know. Does she need an iPad at six years old? No, she does not need an iPad at six years old, but she's already using it. So why not let it be hers? I'm not using it. (laughs) So these are the things Uh, is she's so persistent in asking. She's asking her dad. She's asking me multiple times a day, just asking. This is what I want for my birthday. Will you please get this for me? We can be that obnoxiously persistent, that adorably, innocently persistent in asking for what we want from our Father, from our Heavenly Father. We can do that. He actually tells us to do that in the Bible. That is one of the scriptures I was reading today, to be persistent in asking for what we want. Even that, um, there was an evil king and this, it's a a Bible story from this, I don't remember what it was, but there was this evil king and he didn't care about the poor people and there was this widow that kept asking him to stand up for her rights to own her land or something like that. And she wouldn't leave him alone in her persistent nagging. He stood up and did something where if she had left him alone, You know, if she hadn't continued to ask, he wouldn't have cared. He wouldn't have thought twice about it. It would never have crossed his mind again. But because she was persistent in asking, he gave her what she was asking for. And I believe that story is in there just so we remember to be persistent, to continue to ask God, to continue to pray for the things that we want and the things that we need need to continue to ask for those things for our friends and to be brave and bold in our faith and telling our friends to trust in God and growing our friendships on a spiritual level, not just on a surface level or, uh, you know, what's it called? A superficial level of friendship. We want to be real, true, genuine friends with that. And the only way to do that is to be vulnerable And to be, um, you know, to let your guard down. And if you are asking someone for prayer, if you are brave enough to ask someone to pray for you, most of us women, myself included, if I have to ask you to pray, I'm literally at my breaking point and I'm about to literally crumble into a million pieces I'm not sure I can hold it together another day, another hour. If I'm asking for prayer, I am there at my limit because I've tried so hard to do it on my own, asking on my own, handling everything on my own because that is what we do. So when people are asking for help, asking for prayer, when your friends are letting you know that they are frustrated with something, when my clients are really struggling with something, why do I not pray for them? I want to do better. I want to be better. Are you okay with that? Does that offend you in some way? I hope not. If it does, I'll pray for you. (laughs) Um, I love you so much. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for listening. And I will be praying for you. I do pray for all of my listeners, my friends, and my family, and each one of you. I prayed for you today. I prayed for this podcast, that this podcast would bless you and to make an impact in your life. If you are listening through this podcast, I prayed for you. I did. I want you in my life. I want to bless your life. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.